all right um welcome guys um i'm not i'm not going to be a fan of saying welcome to my podcast and you know all those clingy clingy things that youtubers do so i'm just gonna like tell you guys hi guys um this is just going to be a brief description about me like who's talking to you my names are amazu emmanuel amazu is my son name which i popularly go by everybody knows me as amazu only five or six people call me Emmanuel, so i'm cool with that i'm cool with that so you can call me aubrey you know some dreezy kind of shit you understand but amazu is the name everybody calls me so yeah i'm i'm from a family of used to be four my dad is late um my mom is a queen my mom sells rice i'm always proud to say that anytime any day about my mom she used to sell rice she stopped selling rice because god has done a whole lot of miracles for us and we are gradually treading a path to which we would be better um i'm the first of two boys my younger brother's name is innocent amazu and i'm Imano amazu um yeah for those who don't know i have a heart problem called sinus tachycardia and sarus sinus arrhythmia um i'm living with that for quite a long time you know you know taking drugs and you know sometimes there's results sometimes there's no positive result you know but i'm pushing i'm alive i'm positive and i'm talking to everybody right here right now as a positive person um i have i have important women in my life you would hear their names from time to time um my mom my woman and um my girls my girls in the sense of my best girl lola we are seven years strong in friendship um there's fumi there's ifonaya and there's melissa along the line yeah so um these are conversant names i don't want you guys to get lost in when i you know call them um yeah so i'm in unilag i'm a unilag student i school in unilag um you know i have talent i rap i sing i'm a very very good rapper i'm not ashamed to say that i'm better than most rappers in nigeria like honestly like if you know me you know my craft but I'm good at speaking i know how to write i know how to talk i know how to compose and speak so that's why i'm saying my podcast won't be for everybody but for somebody you get me so it's real talk with zoo and zoo is like remove ama then you get the zoo like so i put zoo with you know a gorilla emoji like you know like a king of the jungle kind of gorilla boasty thingy yeah like that's how i feel that's how i feel my alter ego is a lion a white lion like that's how i literally see myself like a white lion i'm rare i but i still got my pride i still have dignity i still have my name intact but i'm different you understand me yeah so that's that's the composition of me so i'm going to be talking from life perspective growing up ghetto rich poor um healthy sick uh a whole lot a whole lot relationships sex um you know motivational speaking that doesn't make me a motivational speaker it's just what i leverage as guidelines to me being successful that i feel 
might be slow and steady for some people but there's always outcome so yeah thank you guys for listening to this first part this first part sorry and um yeah i hope for the best all right guys um so in this segment um i'll be doing more about me like a deeper version of me like i need you guys to see beyond who is preaching i call it preaching more than talking because i feel i'm talking to somebody i'm preaching to somebody it's more like you're listening to my gospel so um yeah um for real for real for real um I'm not going to say the good sides that come with me. I'm just going to speak about my bad sides. First things first, my toxic traits. I forgive, but I don't forget. So more like I've basically not done any forgiving. Basically. I've had people that have offended me in the past that it still currently runs until today. Be from family, friends, my woman. Like, I, I don't talk about it. That's another toxic trait. Like, I will never speak about it. Like, I'm a very, very hardcore locked up person. You understand? Like, as much as I'm... Don't get me wrong. I'm outspoken on issues. But when it comes to things that affect me, I withdraw. I withhold. I do not speak on them. I just have this devilish mindset of observe. You're going to kill this strike here. Observe. Don't talk. As, and I can keep that a year two years three years the day you finally do something that warrants me to speak up oh my god is going to be so much of steam like that's it i'm a very cocky person petty as well cocky in the sense of let me give you a typical example of how cocky i am aka south african rapper aka i am that cocky as aka i am petty as fuck oh my god like if you know me if you know me i'm this to go harm on you like i'm quick to go savage on on you like i don't care like i don't care your opinion of me does it matter no is it valid no does it count no do you have a right to air it yes you feel me so that aside um i am very 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 <clears throat> i need to clear my truth for this because i have to say it to the way that will make me totally look like lord voldemort i am actually <laughs> oh yeah let's leave that let's leave that because i'm even scared to say but i know it's something about me but let's just say okay i always get even like you can't throw a hit at me and not get hit back i will come for you be it you don't do it to me directly be it you don't do it to even if you don't do it to me directly you do it to my mom you do it to my bro you do it to my woman you do it to my girls you do it to my people people that i declare publicly like i love them if you hurt them i am coming for you like everything i've got with all my resources from the streets to lego methods everything like i will find you and when i find you i will make you beg 
I have that mindset. And it's always been going for me. That's why I'm always unfuckable with. I'm on not to be fucked with. Like anybody that knows me, like you throw a shot at me, you try to diss me publicly, drag my name in mud, motherfucker. I'm coming for you. Like there is no redemption for you. We gas make the score one one. Or I got lead two one. If I lead you two one, I decapitated you. Like not literally, but I broke down all your methods of coming back at me that's just me honestly hey guys um this is another episode under my segment the perception of zoo still buttressing the points of who i am and what i stand for why i do what i do i don't owe you explanations i don't owe you validations i don't owe you justifications but i can paint pictures i can let you know this is my world this is what my world looks like this is what shaped me into what i am the imperfect man that i am this is what builds me to the standard that i am in right now and it's pushing me to other standards i want to go to being me is something if you you and you listening think i got my instagram copying i'm 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 extremely handsome i'm well to do um you know in the eyes of girls and all that whole messed up shit can't agree with you less you're not lying about all those statements and facts that you have pronounced on my life but do you know how i got to that point i paid my dues and i mean i paid my dues i paid my dues in full growing up i um i lost my dad when i was two so probably didn't meet the man you know just have flashy flashy glimpses about him my younger brother doesn't even know who the fuck he is and I noticed us, like after two years or so, like I noticed us move from like a four bedroom to like a one room, close to the ghetto, close to the ghetto. Now, it was like Americans in Ajegunle, living in the mud, living in the slum. You understand me? It was me from an estate born in heaven to the ghetto in hell now i grew up in the most humane parts of maryland mende popularly known as ogodo it's somewhere children are never meant to grow but i grew up there like a street away from there but it was still in that ghetto now i went to catholic school catholic church um had one time in catholic secondary school but couldn't keep up with fees i had to go to a public school yeah, I had to go to a public school. Um, I then, at that point, I was subjected to humility by force. I don't think if if I had a father and we're as rich as we were before he died, I don't think I would be a very, very humble person. I really doubt it. Um, I was humbled by life. I was under the feet of life being stepped upon i 
grew up having to take food to school, having to take 15 naira to school in secondary school. Like I had to take 15 naira to school. I had to walk from, if you know Maryland, or it's like you're walking 45 minutes every day of your life to go to school because I couldn't get money for bikes. Mind you, I had to carry rice to my mom's shop daily routine and go to school from there like imagine the shame i had all my friends that graduated from my primary school maryland convert private school going into maryland comprehensive seeing me in a public school uniform i say hi they don't say hey like i i, I got to hear one say what type of fucked up school like he said like what type of school is this one going to it was not the friendliest of statement but could i blame them no I thereby accepted my reality like I am poor. At that young age, I accepted, I accepted my reality that I am poor. I am not with that silver spoon anymore. I am far off the silver spoon. Now, I had to adapt to going to a public school, meeting various people that came from different backgrounds, like backgrounds that were nothing compared to mine. I saw better situations than mine. I saw worse situations than mine. I saw situations that I can't even begin to tell you guys. Like, I began manual labor, cutting grass. Um, what, what do you want to think of? What do you want to think of? Like, playing ball on the streets, like, skipping school, you know, all those bad boy public school thing, like, that whole light skin, it was like, let me give you a perfect example, I don't know if you've not watched 8 Mile, like, I'm sorry you won't get this, but those that have watched 8 Mile, like, it was like me, Eminem, B-Rabbit, in a whole ghetto hole full of black niggas and black brothers, not black niggas, but you get what I'm saying, like, black niggas and I was striving, I was pulling, I was... I was, I was, I was, I was, I was a standout guy. I was never a darling guy. Like, I could debate. Like, I, I, I represented my school for Lagos State, whatever, blah, blah, blah. Don't give a fuck about that. That's in the past. Like, I could speak up. But I was always down to earth because I knew that once I got all those glory, once I got people, like, I debate so hard that, People like the SS3s then come and spray money on me like, yo, bro, you're too good. All that hype. But I still had to sit with my classmates. I still had to sit with people that were on the same par with me. So I found myself, no matter how high I went, I was this down. Always. Till we were growing, till it was my time. Growing up in the ghetto is something that I really never want anybody to face. At 13, I had a gun. Like, when I tell people this, like, they just see me and think, oh, he light skin, he ain't been through shit and all that. At 13, I pulled a trigger to the sky. You can't say you are not in the ghetto and you're in the ghetto and you can't mix up. I walk on the streets and I'm like, hey, Soibo, come foreign come amazu show you understand like i get that a lot and like meeting these people they were harmless take 15 era 
buy yourself something for school, maybe everything, they all right for you. Anybody try you, let me know. You understand? They gave me that perception of protection that I knew that I could fuck up and still get backed up. You feel me? That was the life I was living. Like, I seen both worlds. Mind you, I never left connections with the proper friends that went to the big schools that had their parents popping, their parents were not sellers. You understand? I was still friends with everybody. So I, I was rolling in circles and triangles in that world, in each world, sorry. You get me? So I could go for my church harvest. I meet people like Somto, Tito, Nicole. Sometimes Nicole is actually Tito. Jusa. Um, most of all these people that... Um, I grew up like I would love to be friends with. You understand me? Like, I still reach out to them, talk to them. I felt the barrier, the gap, the social standard. Like, they were up the ladder, I was down the charts. You understand? Then I still felt people like I was with, my same power with. You understand? I still reach out to them, talk to them. There was no social power. Like, we were on the same level. Then the ghetto was always there for me. Now... I really want to go into details about fame. You see, when when I first blew on Instagram in 2016, it was nothing new to me. It was nothing fucking new to me because when I was younger, I had a girl that nobody expected me to have. I'm a fi- I've always been a fine boy. Like, can't drag, can't, can't. But... I'm not used to the whole keeping cool, keeping fresh and all and all that because I, I, I don't believe in, like, my external future showing off for me. Like, get to know me, speak to me, feel my IQ, know my intelligent quotient is equal to my intuition. Like, know that you're not just talking to some boy that's all about cutting his hair, looking fresh, and has nothing upstairs. I speak to you, you know someone has spoken to you, I'm speaking, you know someone is speaking to you right now. So there's a whole lot of people that are in my shoes that are trying to like fit in and fit out. And I'm sure this will help them. Like I got a girl that nobody could get, like I was so in love, like I bragged about my girl every time in school, like I made girls that love me in school jealous. like going to play ball, you know, my school versus apostolic faith. Like, when I passed, I had girls that were saying, oh, this guy is fine. Like, I had Christ the King girls, like, CKIS girls, like, rising my name in the toilet, and that time my hair will be blowing, I blow it, I blow it, you understand? But I picked one woman, I picked one girl, and it was the talk of everything. It was a genuine relationship, can't lie, but it happened, it happened, and that's, that's the past. Not going back to that, never will. You understand? So, Maybe, maybe when I have a segment on relationships, I I, I definitely bring my, my my women, my past women, and my current love in. You understand? And I realize that, yeah, in school every Friday is like I watch my guys UDP call it under the then we were we were a gang like UDP under Danso production. It was me Amazu, Isaac Danso, Joseph Danso. Elvis Onwagbo, Peter Ibrajola, and Happy Day. And we had the LV, you know, kind of supporting and dropping vibes. Like, these niggas would drop beats, and I rap, I rap, I rap, I rap, I rap, I rap, I rap. And my seniors come, and they're like, yo, this motherfucker talented. Then I knew that I'm a fucking gifted rapper. Like, my classmates get pissed at me when they text me today, like, yo, bro, why ain't you rapping? Why ain't you rapping? I got priorities straight, my brothers and sisters. That's the reason why I'm not doing my rapping. I need to deal. See, I made a promise to my mom. I give you a certificate, 
my, my mom wasn't opportune to go to school. You understand? So I owe my mom a certificate. I owe her my BSc. She doesn't mind first class, second class. She needs to be proud that her son is a graduate. That's what I want to do for her. Then I start my music. I dropped a couple of videos in a couple of songs for a whole lot of people that you know about, but I'm not down on that bragging rights. You feel me? I saw myself bloom. Now, my close friends, I was always looked down upon by my guys. Like, I was, I was, I was like the breadcrumb. Like, there's the bread, them, and the breadcrumb, me. But I tried. Like, I got my guys that I called guys then that would go out and not call me because I didn't have the best clothes. I couldn't afford to pay transport for it. I got guys that when I get a girl, the t- motherfuckers text my girls and say, what do they see in me? I had a guy, he came out, fuck you and fuck you and fuck you for life, bro. Fuck you for life. Praise, fuck you for life. Like, I had guys that were like, in conjunction, like I had Ike tell Ibukun one time, like, yo, I wasn't even really into Ibukun, but she was feeling me and I was single at that point, but I really just liked the idea that she was vibing with me and all that. Ike was texting her at my back knowing that i i got this girl like i go see her i go to her house from school and ikena was doing a whole lot a whole lot of messed up shit happened with my friends so i stuck with one nigga that's patrick patrick macaulay that's my brother for life if i make five million today my niggas getting a million that's standard like that's standard everly standard i love patrick with my life i live my life for patrick because when everybody was tossing me here, there, here, there, here, there, here, there, not knowing that I would be the limelight that I am today, Patrick took me. Patrick brought me to his home. Patrick fed me. Patrick made me know that, bro, you don't have to feel left over. I go to church. I go call Patrick. Like, I saw myself revolve around Patrick. Then, you know, met with Dominic. We started the whole six-boy rap crew thing. We had a little misunderstanding, but everybody good now. That is how I grew up. I was a left out. I was a leftover. I was a neglect. I was, I was, I was an outcast, even with my mates, with my everything. Like I saw myself constantly comparing myself with friends that had everything going for them. I tell you today, I tell you today, I tell you today, 2016 changed my life. Like when I blew on Instagram, like I knew what got me far to end my OG status till today was the fact that I was humble. Like, I replied to everybody. I tell people I, I don't have message requests because everybody, see, don't, don't fall for, you're not, you're not a verified account. Don't fall for the hype that they can't reply your messages. They can reply your messages. If I can't reply, I have 99 plus requests. Like, in two days, if I don't read my DM, I can have like 15 plus requests. I read all this. I let people know that I'm not a star. I'm not star yet. I'm not a star yet. I'm not bigger than you. You might be better than me in everything. I just have the extra grace to look good outside the media platform. But who am I downstairs? Who am I beneath all these clouds that people who get this Instagram fame, who get the fame in total, feel like they arrived on the sky? Now that's not who they are. Who are they beneath? Who am I beneath? I just told you who I am beneath all this. I am a low life. I am someone that 
puts himself down so God can bring him up. Like, I don't like bringing God into my stuff, but I know how I see my perspective. I put myself down so that God can see. Motherfucker humbled himself. I elevate him. And each time I do that, year in, year out, I take a different toe step. You feel me? You feel me? So that's that on me. That's who I am. Like, I need you to know that this is me. Like, you're not talking to some blown finance motherfucker on Instagram. You're talking to a boy who sold rice, who watched his mother sell rice, who has a perspective of where he wants to be, where he wants to go to, where he wants to be at, who wants to have BMWs in his compound because his father died owning a BMW. I have purpose, I have light, I have direction. My tunnel at the end is full of light and riches. That is the person I am behind Instagram. And I hope I touched somebody today to listen to this. I really feel inspired really feel inspired that don't look at people upstairs bro people upstairs i may be upstairs and that's my point i may never go past that point they might (coughs) they might (coughs) they might never go past that point but where you you're going to is the farthest extent you're going to the apex prime you're going to you're going to be the alpha the omega the better you're going to be everything and more they could never be but you could kill that dream if you look up to them and try to copy their style instead of going in your own light. Be smart, work hard, stay humble, be persistent. I am persistent. Your preacher is persistent. Don't bitch, don't bitch. Preach. Stay constant, stay focused, and everything will come well for your good. It takes time, I tell you. But honestly, it's worth the wait. Thank you, guys.